everybody, welcome to episode 271 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Shia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. Hola. Hola. Buongiorno. Um, so, we have, uh, we're gonna finally review Barry because we've mentioned this a couple times and we jumped on late, but it's currently over, so we're kind uh-huh. of still on time yep really um and we also had a film fest uh this past weekend so we're going to talk a bit about that unless anything else has gone on that you need to get off your chest no i don't think so i know the the vfx union is is getting closer to signing with iatsi so that's mm-hmm. that's exciting mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um uh yeah i think that's it yeah that's it for you. That's it for me. Hopefully you can get in that. Yeah. Well, it depends on what the terms are. Well, yeah, I guess. You know, because IATSE itself is a union, but they still have shitty hours. Well, you know, you can't have it all, Paul. Yeah, I know. You want to be cool and, and say that you're in a union or do you want to work normal hours? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um. So, yeah, so we... Went to the Route 22 Filmworks, I think I got that right, mm-hmm. film festival um, sure did. last weekend, and it was a little bit of a hike, like almost three hours for us, yep. and uh, we're very codependent on our cat, who is elder- elderly, Miss mm-hmm. Weiza Boudreau, so um, we don't like staying places overnight if we don't have to, just because it's like we have to bug our neighbor to come feed her and you know i don't like to do that and uh since she's older she kind of gets like wiggy when we're gone overnight she's like what the hell's going on why am i here by myself um so we you know we make a day of it and then you do the driving Mm because um i i i don't know that i hate to drive but i hate driving long distances and i don't like highways yeah although this isn't the, taking the the road up through Hudson Valley isn't as bad as going through the city, right? Like if forced, but if you once you're... I could probably make that drive. I wouldn't like it, yeah. But I definitely not going through like Jersey and like there's no way I would have a a panic attack. Yeah, well, driving's like math with you. I think like, <laughs> you... in that I'm stupid. Well, no, I think you know where to go and what to do. But the minute that you're in a situation where you have to make a decision. No, I don't know where to go because there. Let me tell no, you something. No, I'm saying like you know if if you know like you have. I know to go how to the, operate a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I know how to merge into a lane, but, but it's like that's the minute not... that there's a uh, you have to make a decision on, on where to go or what to do, then you kind of. Uh... Yeah, well, no, it's other people. It's not me. If there was nobody on the road, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I was supposed to turn there. Let's just turn around. No problem. It's other people flying towards you and cutting you off. And the potential of crashing. That's mm. that's all that is for me. I'm yeah. not afraid of like going somewhere that I've not been before because, you know, there's always a way right. back on. And I usually give myself enough time for error. But it's all the other people. If like driving during the pandemic, that would have been the time for me to drive to the city and test yeah. that out. Because like when it was really at the height of it, that I probably should have done that because there's just no way otherwise. I just cannot with other people driving like assholes and, and uh, the, it's rife with it. There's yeah. no shortage yeah. of that. 
So that's true. Because how many times have we've been driving and I'm like, get away from this person. They're coming too close to you. Hmm. Or you just see somebody like zoom past and it's like, wow, was it really necessary that you go 90 miles an hour here in the 65? Like, yeah. is, where exactly are you going? You're racing me to that light over there, I see. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So we we took the drive down. It's a nice drive. Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's like not the most scenic drive, but also not the city. So anything's better than that for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, it was in Bethlehem, which we've not been to before. Nope. Um, apparently a lot of people from, from the city have moved there cause it's like kind of a hop, skip and a jump technically. Yeah. It's a cute little town. It's a cute town. Um, definitely some nice little trendy areas, but I guess being, being from, New York, being from New York City, and also having been to Boston as many times if I ha- as I have and, and really liking Boston, anything that's smaller than those two cities for me, I'm just like, this is adorable. Yeah. I mean, like their, their city area or whatever, it's like, it looked like it was like four blocks, I guess, comparatively, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. you can, 10 seconds if you're driving, you're like, oh, and it's over. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I don't, so, um, we didn't get to see much outside of the area, but the the town itself was pretty cute or city, if that's what it's considered. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the factory was really cool. We were passing that. A lot of like industrial, yeah. Yeah. So the you know Pennsylvania was was pretty big during industrial revolutions and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and this specific, uh, I guess would it be a steel mill had um, been very much part of that revolution and provided a lot throughout the country, not just mm-hmm. in the immediate area. Um, As and we learned so, from some of the documentaries yes. that were Well, one it. of the documentaries. And so um, we, our block was like at three o'clock. I think we kind of just made it because, yeah, we kind of like just made it within 10 minutes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, really a, a nice setup. So I guess it's, I, I mean, I want to call it a barn. I mean, that is what that um, technically is. I guess um, so, yeah. It was a like a converted barn, sort of. Um, probably one of the bigger screens that yeah. we've ever seen at a film festival. Usually the screens are like pretty small, mm-hmm. um, but the room was massive, so you kind of had to have a screen that big. I mean, yeah. like if you were sitting on the side, you probably weren't able to see much because it was so far away. Um, they also host, I think, like wrestling events and stuff, which you could totally see once you're in the room, like how yeah. that setup would work. Um, but the screen was was decent, and it was a big size screen, which is not not very common, as I said. No, a lot of times you're like, oh boy, that's a really tiny screen for all these people. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, so our block was kind of so the the films were supposed to be local and then they did open up a block to people that were sort of in the tri-state area Mm -hmm. and through you know close by and so um that was what our block was yep and um i don't know trying to i don't think we spoke to anybody so you know everybody was really sweet um after our film played we did like a little um sort of panel kind of thing up there and uh we had like a like a bunch of people coming up to us and and they were really nice and they had very kind things to say about our film and uh so that was 
that was sweet and awkward because you know how I am with like the yeah. compliments. I'm like, oh no no, that's a, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you were oh no 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 no, that's fine. That was sweet. Why don't we just why don't we just keep those things to ourselves and then enjoy them in our brains? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm just very like I never know what to say. I'm always like, ah, oh, thank you. Okay. Um, one of the people there was also. I guess from a film fest that we're going to be going to also in the Pennsylvania area in the fall in October, Black Bear Film Festival. So um, they were asking like, oh, what else is this in? I said, she's like, oh, yeah, I work for them. I was like, oh, well, then I guess we'll have to. Do they know you're here? Force you to see this again. Um, Yeah. So um, one of my and I guess, you know, we should say it. So we did we did win for that block, which was very nice of everybody. Audience Choice Award. To to vote us for that. Which means so much more because it comes from the people. (laughs) Yes. You know. Nice one. Um, And uh, so, you know, we're always very uh, transparent here. And I have to say that, like, the, the folks that run it were super nice. Yeah. Like, really, really nice people. Um, we just kind of were like rushing through everything and, um, in the process of it. And so we had, they, you know, we got one pass and then we got a ticket, but we didn't get it. Like we just got a ticket for our block. And then we had like a, a, a span of time. Yeah. Um, so we went out to the local area and yeah. we had ourselves uh cheesesteak. I think it was called eats. whiz kids whiz or kids. kids or something like yeah. that, which was, um, it was a really like funky, fun place. It, it's like the kind of place I would like to open. Not cheesesteaks because I don't do cheesesteaks. Uh, right. I eat them, but I don't make them. Um, but it was like like an 80s sort of like comic yeah. book store themed. Yeah. Like it was just, you know, arcade games. And it was a really it was like a really fun, funky place. And then we stopped to get some ice cream at a place that I it felt like the CIA was running it. I've never before had to like wait outside of a yeah of an establishment for a light to go off that would then allow me into the store yeah to place my order yeah it yeah was pretty it was wild. It, was, it was weird <laughs> we're like what is going on here why is yeah. everybody just waiting and then there's like a green light and a red light and yeah. then you just at the anticipation yeah you just wait with anticipation. And then the light turns green. It's like, get in there, fucker. And you're like, yeah, suck it to everybody behind you. Um, So we did that for a little while. And then we sort of so then like we like the the food coma hit us. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, shit, we're so tired. (laughs) So tired. Yeah. And we have a three hour drive back. But there's like two hours until the awards ceremony so we're like what do we do yeah what happens now so you took a nap i took a nap at uh in the parking lot of a gas station and i was thinking about this um actually this morning so i just kind of like made a joke about how you know they probably have cameras outside there they saw us pull in and then we were there for a while and then i just went in like an hour or so later to the gas station to just grab a bottle of water so that we'd have something for the drive home. And the the guy at the register was kind of looking at me a little weird and I was like thinking later, does it look like we like I like I'm a hooker? Yeah. Like that that I parked there with like my John and then went to just grab some water and then I took it a step further when I realized that 
if they were able to see into the car, right, you like had your seat, ranked your seat down. Yeah. And at one point I was reapplying my makeup because it was getting like <laughs> greasy. And so I'm like reapplying my, my lipstick and like blotting my face. And then at one point I was like rinsing out my mouth because we had like cheese stick and stuff. And so I opened the car door to like spit water out of my mouth. I'm like, wow, that did not look good. Yeah. <laughs> it just was not a good look for me. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> that guy was probably like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, New Yorkers, New York plates, you know what yep. I mean? You know what I'm saying? No home training. <laughs> um, so, you know, that uh, unfortunately probably looks bad for me. That's on, on surveillance somewhere yeah. where they're like, all right. It's like if the if a crime is committed near there, they'll be going through and they'll be like, all right. So this hooker came here with their John yeah. and then, all right. So and then at five o'clock. And then the um, hooker left. <laughs> the hooker and her John left. Um, yeah. So we did we did make it back. And, and it, um, so we were just going to like hang out in the lobby a bit. Um, and one of the, the I guess, showrunners, uh, right? Yeah, film fest one of the uh, one of the yeah one of the people who run it yeah good good one yeah and uh she was like are you coming in i was like oh we actually didn't buy tickets for that she's like it's fine you can come in we're like oh okay uh so that was really nice yeah. and um and then we we won something so if we would have left we wouldn't have been able to win something and accept it yeah um so but like i said i was saying before like we're very transparent um some of the films were a little rough for me yeah um and then but for me the like the person we heard from the least which i pro i wanted to hear from the most was actually the guy who did the documentary forged in steel which was about that steel mill mm -hmm. um which was really interesting it was very yeah. i love me a documentary you know so i'm i'm always invested as soon as yeah. there's a documentary um but i i was really interested in that documentary and um, because if it, if a documentary is bad, it, you still learn something. Yeah. I mean, so, even if it's not great, you're still like, well, I didn't know that before. And yeah. I didn't, you know, when we, we love us anything that looks industrial or abandoned, you know, mm -hmm. so as soon as that, you can't miss that when you're driving through that town, you know, and it was just like, what is that? Yeah. Um, and so getting to, to learn a little bit about the little more about it. I mean, it, it would have been nice as a feature, I think, because there's probably, I mean, obviously there's so much more information uh, there, um, but what information we did get was interesting. So um, I kind of wished we'd heard from him a little bit more on the panel. Yeah. He kept like getting skipped over. <laughs> like, yeah. they go, they go, like, what's going on here? Why is, why is he getting skipped over to answer questions? Yeah. Um, but then he did, uh, he did kind of speak for a bit. And then when it was over, he got bombarded. And so I was like, all right, I don't want to be annoying and stand here because like a lot of people yeah. I think felt the same, like they wanted to know more. Yeah. Um, and so that was pretty interesting. I don't remember the filmmaker's name. I apologize. But if you go on Route 22 Filmworks, I'm, there's probably information there about it. Yeah. It's almost called Forged in, Steel, Forged in Steel. Yeah. Very interesting film. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a, a little bit far. I mean, just like we were just tired and cranky. So it was a little bit far, but it was definitely doable in a day. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was that film festival. We have uh, we got rejected by another film festival recently. Yeah, we did. We should talk about that, too. You know, that happens. So I think we've gotten two rejections so far. Yep. I don't remember how many submissions we had. 20? Something, something like that. 20 yeah. or something like that. So. 
Um, we'll be hearing from a bunch in the month of September. We're, we're four and two. So far. Something like that. I don't remember. How many laurels do we have? That's that's how I remember. Four or five. <laughs> so then maybe we're five and two. Yeah, I remember. Um, it's hard to keep track. I don't know. Like. You apply to so many of them. Yeah, you apply. Like... The, the problem. The problem is that they're they they run off at different times, right? And like I said, like we had talked about in in previous shows, there's like this point where they've started going like, okay, we'll let you know on the eighth if you've been accepted to the film fest. That's on the seventeenth, and you're like, what? That's like a week away. Like, yeah, some of them like ten like days. That. You're yeah. giving like that doesn't really give people much time to slap that into their schedule especially when it's during the week because there are there's a couple that are like on a tuesday or a thursday and you're like well i mean how are you going to let me know just a couple days before that i made it into that festival yeah um any hoosers um we'll be letting you know as as we go along and what what we get accepted in and what we don't get accepted in and so you know it's all very subjective like we've like we've mentioned in the past you know it's Good enough to win one thing and not good enough to even get into another. And that's just kind of the, the name of the game, as the kids say. Yeah. There's really nothing you can do about that. Um, and you, I guess if everybody's rejecting you, then you should maybe... Quit forever. <laughs> well. No. Um, no. That is an option. Yeah. That's an option. We That certainly could do that. I don't know that I would encourage you to quit forever. No, never. But you never should quit. maybe, you know, take that as a... Um, a learning lesson a lesson to be learned yeah the learning and the the lessening you know you might yeah. want to do a little bit of that but um as, uh, you know we uh, we were told that that 15 percent is actually a good success rate mm. and so you know not making it into a couple um is you know not really the end of the world no um we'll, we'll be all right yeah We'll be all right. Uh, so, yeah. So we're going to get into uh, Barry. Barry. We talked about Belly. this show. We we were super late to the game. I don't remember. When did this start? This 20, yeah, like 2017 or 2016, so, yeah. something like that. I don't remember. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like one of those shows that it's up there. You see it and you're like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I like Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. And I like him in serious stuff. I think mm-hmm. he's a good. Uh, and Skeleton Twins was a really good film, and I really enjoyed him in that. And so, like, there was no reason for us not to watch it. But I don't know why. I just was like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. And then we got to it, we and to it. Uh, so we got to it when it was the the very last season had just aired. So we had time to kind of catch up, and yep. then it uh, and we were, so we were able to do the whole series. We were able to do the whole thing, um, and so. Uh, so starring Bill Hader, uh, is it Stephen or Stefan? I never know how, you know, Root. Um, Sarah Goldberg, Anthony Kerrigan, who wound up being like a, a fave of ours. Henry Winkler, of course. Uh, Darcy Carden, who we like a lot. Um, Michael Irby. There was uh, there, there were a lot of people in there, a lot of familiar faces as well. And um, so, yeah, I have to. So this is one of those shows that like, I think like with everything the final season is never as good as the first couple of seasons, sure. you know, and I, and I suppose that is, 
that is why things end, right? You go like, where else can we take this story? And you're like, mm, kind of nowhere. I mean, we've kind of done everything we could do and said yeah. everything we have to say. And so it's over. And so I didn't love the last season. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, spoilers. Yeah. Um, I do love that they killed him, though, even though I didn't. Uh, well, like, part to. of me didn't. Yeah love it right because it's like it's barry (laughs) like how are you gonna kill barry but i was like okay well they did do that well because if you look at the if you're looking at the the um the picture on their poster he's in prison yeah so like i kept waiting for that yeah you know i was like okay he's gonna get caught he's going to get arrested and do a bunch of time like for a long time and that's probably how it ends or something I didn't see it going down the way it did. I certainly didn't see, uh, you know, also Anthony going down and everybody sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was an interesting. It was an interesting choice. I think a lot of people would have probably not killed their protagonist probably. slashed antagonist. It was well, kind this, of both. This show was a tough show for me because I there's so much about it that I loved and there was mm-hmm. so much about it that I just I I didn't like. Oh, um, and so like. Like in general, in other seasons, or just the last season? The last season, yeah, it was it was I, I wasn't it, it, to me it wasn't as strong as the other seasons. Season one and two were definitely the best seasons, mm-hmm. but I it's, agree. It's it's I, I guess I went into the show thinking one thing and then got another thing, which isn't which isn't the show's fault. They're just you know I think it did some interesting things and it took some bold swings and some chances, which I appreciate, but. For me, some of them didn't land, and so, um, you know, so I I loved, you know, Bill Hader in the role. Noho Hank is is like officially one of the great TV characters of all time for me. Like Barry, he's just Barry, he's just amazing. You know, the subtleties in the performance, the just the the more the broad stuff as well, and so. But am I the only? Okay, so I was. Noho Hank took me some time. It t- it took time for me to adjust to him because it was like, initially I was like, this seems like a really fun character, but then at the same time, his accent was so off. At least sixty percent of the time, like he would have an accent and then not have an act, like very noticeably not have an accent with several words and lines. Mm. Sometimes sentences came out just without an accent. And so it confused me because at first I was like, what is going on with his accent? Like, why does it keep like drastically slipping in and out? Then I was like, wait, is that supposed to be part of the character that then it was like, but why would that be? Like, why would a character not have an accent for certain words and phrases? I think it's like when you you have that accent and you're starting to lose it. But he doesn't have. Yeah. Like it, it was just. It was it was interesting. Like I, I wondered, like, oh, does the actor actually have an accent that he's losing, and is that why he sounds like that? But he doesn't. Yeah. And so it kind of like it would throw me off at times. But then by the end of season one, it's like he grows on you like a fungus. He's just he's such a fun like his his mannerisms yeah. were so spot on, and the way that he played the character that it starts to almost become an endearing thing, even though like 
the the like uh, as a as a like if you were a a, a vocal coach or you know what I mean you'd probably be turning inside out because you're like dear God just hang on to it because yeah. <laughs> you, know, you keep slipping but it was almost endearing like you just couldn't help but root for that character even though he would do that and it, it like I started to let it go towards the third season like by the end of season no, two no I was in with him in the first season no 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 was... by the end of season two I was like all right, I guess this is just the way he sounds and I have to accept it. Um, and you just couldn't help but love him, you know, at, at that point. But I do wish that that kind of was a little bit more steady. Yeah. Um, because it, it would have been the perfect character had that just sort of, ma- had he just maintained the accent throughout. But I loved that character. I mean, yeah. this show is a, a really great example of a supporting actor sort of outshining the star you know yeah. at any 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 great actor will tell you that a supporting role is kind of it's the coveted role because you have the opportunity to almost take the take the reins of a lead but not being the lead and that's that shows that that shows a lot in someone's ability and their acting ability to be able to outshine the the, the lead of that show um also winkler did really well yeah. uh you know Henry Winkler was great. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not a happy ending, and no. not only just for Barry, but it's not a for, happy show. Yeah, really. It's not a, <laughs> yeah, it isn't, and uh, that's why. Like, I I guess I went in thinking it it leaned. I knew it wasn't like a broad comedy or anything. I knew there was a like an edge to it, but I I, I guess I didn't. I wasn't ready for how much. I mean, the last. Oh, few you thought there was more like haha funnies. Yeah. Well, not. I didn't think it was like you know Brooklyn Nine Nine or something, but like. Oh God. Why? And why in, would you even well, use that? Just in that? terms of like it being funny or whatever. Like I don't know why I use that reference. <laughs> I've never watched that show. Um, or I don't even know if that's the name of the show, but you know, yeah. Just, uh, but I, I I wasn't like the last two seasons are just like a drama, a drama, like a like a like a like an intense drama, and like so I, I wasn't ready for that because the first two seasons are are lean more on funny. It's such parts. a dark humor, yeah, yeah. For the first yeah, like, two, the dark. Like I love the and and I, the premise of the show to me was like there, you have this hitman who wants to become an actor, and I, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot to farm there, like with with uh, you know, with it all, and I really don't think that we spent a lot of time in that world. You know, it quickly became like not about that. You know, and and and. I mean that's the journey they took and 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 whatever and 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 that's great. What but... do you mean, like that they didn't spend enough time on him developing as an actor? Yeah, yeah, or like just just. Seeing... Well, I mean, he wasn't supposed just... to be an actor. No, I know, but just seeing him trying to balance those two worlds, you know, I mean, they're half hour episodes, and you get like eight a season, so like or ten or whatever it was, and and so they're basically like long movies each season, and so like, you know. I would have loved to have lived in that world of of seeing him trying to balance being a hitman, but trying to give it up, but and then mm-hmm. trying to be an actor and like not being able to tell anybody. You know, I think there was a lot of comedy to 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 take from that, yeah. and and I would have loved to have lived in that because by the time you get to the fourth season, it's just it's just so depressing, and 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 that's fine. You know, I love I love you know good dour thing but i think you have to it's like breaking bad right where like you go into breaking bad thinking that Mm. walter white is some kind of hero and 
you're going to be very disappointed. You have to realize that from the beginning, he's not a good person. And I think you have to do that with Barry, where you have to go in knowing that he's not a good person. Well, and I mean, I think the that, show that is, is established. Is, is, yeah, but but it's... it's He's likable. It's it's right. the same with, with Walter White. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's not a good he's guy, a but he's a likable character, character. But then, you know, I, I don't know. Like, there was just... I struggled with that a bit of... of, of the balance of the comedy and the and the and the darkness and and the likability of the character and and everything and you know what 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 does death mean in the show right and so like you have shows that are dark comedies where somebody gets killed and it's not there's no weight to it because it's kind of a comedy so there's a little levity to it even though it is kind of like a serious situation where this is like dead serious like in in terms of how uh, you're you're dealing with death and you're dealing with the things that he has to do, and so. But then there are also moments of levity in regards to death. So there was like I don't know, there was just like this weird balance that I had to adjust to for mm. it. And so um, I wanted to kind of just live in. I wanted the show to be something that it wasn't, and so that was my struggle and that was my baggage that I brought to it. Right. But. Um, I did love the show. I did love Noho Hank. I would watch it again. You know, it's like really good show, but I just feel like, I don't know. I wanted to have more of a good time with it. I think that, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is just, this is just my take on it, but I think that what happened was that two, sh two different shows were made between the first season and the, the fourth season. And so the first two seasons was one very specific show and then this, the third and fourth season seemed yeah. to sort of piggyback off the storyline, but they became a completely different show. And yeah. so yeah. the the humor changed drastically. The um, Like what happens to Henry Winkler's character is like a tragedy. Yeah. And, it's you know, insane. Like he, the guy did nothing, you know, he, yeah. was, he was a little like conceited or whatever, but like he did not deserve what he got at all. And so like, well, I'm I felt... okay with that. Like, so here's the thing. I'm okay with terrible things happening. I mean, for instance, his buddy that helped him out didn't deserve yeah. to die. Right. Yeah. I mean, that guy, he, he, he killed that guy and ruined his family's life and ruined his life clearly. Mm -hmm. um, and so what was really interesting about this show was that there was comedy added to a very serious matter. And I was okay with that. For me, it was the inconsistency in the humor between the first two seasons and the, the last two seasons in that I wish they had continued that humor. Yeah. If they had just done that into the end and even ended it the same, they could have ended it like not the same and everything that happened, but like having Barry die and even perhaps having Noho Frank die, like Hank, <laughs> Noho yeah. Frank, Noho Hank die. Um, that, that that could all happen, but if there had just been, um, if it had been a lit, a, there had been moments of of Levity. weightlessness, yeah. I guess you know, because it was like it was like a ton of bricks all the time, especially the last season when yeah. and and I act, I actually thought that it, this this whole him living in the the Midwest or wherever he the was, time jump. Yeah. I thought that that was. Uh, like this weird like pipe dream that he was having in his head and like I didn't think that was actually happening it took me a while to realize like oh no this isn't like a dream sequence this is actually where they're going with this that yeah. he she leaves with him which didn't make sense to me because first of all from season one 
I was not a f- I was not a fan of her character, um, Sally. I didn't yeah. like Sally. I had said it to you from the beginning. I was like, are we supposed to like this person? Because I don't like her at all. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. like her. And I think, uh, obviously, no shade to the actress. She did her job. But it was more in the way they wrote the character. I wasn't a fan of the fact that they she had no redeeming character. And maybe that was sort of... Maybe that was sort of genius in that she mirrored him, not in severity, yeah, yeah. but she also wasn't a very good person. Like, he wasn't a good person, well, I think and that was neither the point, was is that she. Everybody is, you know, there's shades of gray to everybody. To everybody, yeah, I guess. But it just made it difficult for you to sort of, like, it. It's almost too much of a good thing, right? Where you start, it, it, it's a it's a dessert buffet. And after a little while, you're like, wow, there's just a lot of sugar in all of this, right? And this is just starting to become cloying. And uh, now my belly hurts, right? I it's don't like, follow. <laughs> I follow. As a pastry chef, I follow. There's, there's, there's the sweet and the savory, and you need the two to sort of balance. And after a while, it just becomes too much. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were. They were like a dessert buffet. It seemed really fun at first. And you know, at face value, you're just like, oh, wow, look at all of this. This is great. And then after a while, it was just like, well, you know, there is just chocolate in everything. It's just all chocolate. And I'm I'm chocolated out at this point. And so I wanted more chocolate. In this so show. with her, I just couldn't I like it was just like, I don't like you. And everything bad that happened to her, I was happy that it <laughs> happened to her more so even than Barry. I don't know what that says about us as a society. He is an actual killer. Um, but you know, as a fan of Bill Hader, there's just like a part of you that's always going to root for him, even if he's not doing great things. And then with her, I just thought like, I didn't like the way that character was portrayed. It was just too much, Yeah, too much of her. It was sometimes comedic and it worked. Uh, but then there were times where I was just like, yeah, you know, I just, I've never reached a point where I'm, I'm rooting for her, even in the the slightest bit. I just don't like her. Mm. Um, Darcy, I like. I really like her character. I, I mean, I like her as an actor. So I just, uh, I thought, yeah, you know, I, w- I wish well, there was kind of more of that with, um, with her character too. Um, Sally, Sally, yeah, they brought her to like this really dark place, and and I don't know if it was, it felt like a choice. It felt like a choice versus it being just a natural progression. With like, let's make her mean now or whatever yeah Um, yeah but but for me it was also like the whole like it didn't make sense that she would go with him regardless of her being canceled and all of that stuff like it just didn't it didn't match with her character like that just didn't track that she all of a sudden was like oh you know what i'm gonna go with this guy uh and who i've been pushing away and then pulling towards me and then pushing away yeah. and that you know the fact that he would allow himself to kind of be in that situation with her because she was she seemed to manipulate him a lot and yeah. kind of work with his emotions there so it was a little weird there but i mean i was okay with the tragedy and with the with everything going on with Hen- henry winkler if they had just kept some of those light moments but then you know once they were like on the run and it was just like what the hell is going on like, yeah. what is going on and it felt like like they'd given the writers a half an hour to come up with the whole season and it was like hurry like we yeah. need something to happen because it was just like none of this would happen like why is any of this going on i don't know it just didn't seem to match their characters at all well my understanding is that um that th- and it made sense to me when i when i heard it it was like mm. season 1 and 2 
they they wrote those and then season three was ai was no it was kind of written because i believe that and then they were going to start filming it but then the pandemic happened so then they went back and and kind of wrote season three and four and then made some changes in season three to kind of match more with season four and so it was kind of like but that still doesn't explain why it doesn't at all mesh with season one and two it's like because it was i i I don't and i don't know you know i mean the show was Was there not supposed to be a season three and four or something like that like i believe that's the thing is i I feel like that but i felt like they they did season one and two without knowing where they were going to go see this is what i don't understand like i like like it's like the whole lost fiasco right where like when you have a show that has this much detail and has this many hooks, right? Because Barry, your, like at every... At least your through line. Yeah. Every episode of Barry, there's hooks. You know, they're going in different directions and there's always like some like slight little cliffhangery type thing happening. When you have something like Lost, you have something like From, where the entire show is based on those hooks, you can't tell me that you didn't have an end game. Like, we're, right. we're just winging it. It's like, what do you mean? Because so much of what happens later is connected to what's happened in the beginning. So how did you not at least have a direction? Tell me you bought a map hmm. at the very least. Yeah. And like knew what the, the vicinity you were heading in. Maybe you didn't know exactly where were you going, but you know, like, cause how do all those things hook in and make sense if there's really no direction towards the end of it and you're just sort of winging it, you know, yeah. it, it's just very weird to me. And I don't, so yeah, I don't it know felt if like even true, but I, I feel like if it was two different that's what stories, it felt like watching it, yeah, I'd believe that. But it also felt like you, you had one set of writers here and then for season three and four, you had a completely different set of writers and they just went somewhere else with it. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, I guess we're doing this now. Um, I know it seems like there was a lot of harsh criticism, but I criticize it only because I feel like the show had so much. It had potential to be a great, great show. And -hmm. I think it was a very, very good show, but it had the potential to be great had there just been some sort of synergy. There you go. Have you waited a long time to use that word? No. No? I just thought of it off the cuff. (laughs) That's because you're a genius, sir. You got a big brain on you. Yeah. Check out the big brain on Brad. Um, yeah, I felt like, yeah, the, the, while I did, I enjoyed the show tremendously. Um, but yeah, that, that's why I'm, I, I feel like I can be a little more harsh with it because I enjoyed it so much and there's so much, poten- there was so much potential in it. Because when it hit, it hit. It yeah, was like, it was, oh my God, this brilliant. is brilliant. Some of the best TV. And then when it didn't, that's, you know, and, and, it was that much more noticeable because yeah. it was so good. Yeah. You're like, wait, what are you doing? You, yeah. you're, you're better than this. And then, you know, especially seasons three and four, Noho Hank was really the only kind of relief release yeah. that you had. Comic with, relief. Comic yeah. relief that you had where in season one and two, a lot of that was Barry as well. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think like, and I, I know that was kind of the point of it too, but um, Monroe, like his relationship with Monroe would piss me off at times, you know, because it was like Monroe would come back and you'd be like, oh, no, no, he's actually not a bad guy. But then he would be a bad guy, yeah. you know, and it's just like, oh, my God. And I know that was kind of the point. But um, so it's not a critique, but just so much as like mission accomplished because their relationship was like the epitome of a toxic relationship. They could not quit one another. They kept stabbing each other in the back, yeah. although Barry seemed to help him out more than anything. I yeah, don't think yeah. Barry really ever stabbed him in the back. Um, it was constantly Monroe being a dick. You know? yeah. um, and so 
that sort of, you know, kept you on your toes, but then even towards the end, not so much. Like the, the dynamic between them sort of died. It was like when a relationship is fizzling out. That's the best way I can explain. Season three and four is like when you know the relationship's over, but you're just kind of hanging on there. Um, but season one and two were so good and were headed in such a great uh, direction. I mean, Winkler's um, comedic timing, just the, everybody's comedic timing, yeah. the way they the, the way they would deliver a line. It didn't even necessarily have to be the funniest line, but it was the way that they delivered it because they were, you know, really good actors. And um, yeah, it's I, I have such a love hate relationship with this because I felt like I felt like it 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 dropped pretty severely for me but it was so good when it was good it yeah. was so good and so this is a tough one it's like yeah. you know i loved it yeah and then there were exactly the same there way. were just things that i was like why yeah why did you do this why are you doing this and even even with uh noho hank like you know it's just like i don't know i guess i i wanted so much more for him or something different for him because mm -hmm. he seemed to have a a good heart sort of well that was the thing is like you know you look at any storyline with noho hank and it takes the you know people could die they kill each other's men all the time like those those deaths are so inconsequential um anything to do with with his character but then with barry's character death means something and mm -hmm. so yeah it was a little i i think that also having having noho fall in love I don't know. It, no. I mean, I could see it for the character, but it just like it also just sort of didn't work in a way because it started to take away from. I get. I don't know. It's just like he was so obsessed with Cristobal, <laughs> and I. I don't know that that storyline just kind of like. I didn't think it was the worst thing, but it's just kind of like, I don't know, it didn't add anything, I guess, in a way. It just sort of like weakened both of those characters because Cristobal was like such a, you know, tough guy. I guess, you know, it's like, oh, you know, they have their, their softies for each other and there's yeah. that whole thing. And it's like, yeah, I guess I can see that. But, you know, you're like you're running a cartel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it. Well, I think that's the, for me, at least with Noho Hank anyway, that was the funny, funny bit of it was that, you know, you're running this you know serious like drug cartel or whatever um and but you still have like this kind of like he's a doof yeah he's a doof and that 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 was the great part of it but that's what i'm saying when they when they added the stakes of him being in love it made things too serious because mm. he really was in love with cristobal right yeah. it wasn't just like a fling and so then like that comedic aspect of him just being a doof sort of kind of started to get lost in that whole storyline. Yeah. So I didn't really love that. I don't love that for you. Um, but I do love the character. He was so funny. He was just so funny. And Barry, too. I mean, like, you know, everybody did such a good job. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was a, it was a tough one. I, it's like it's one of those shows that I'd say definitely watch it. Because where it's good, it's so good that even where it's not good, it's worth it because yeah. the first two seasons were so good. But just go in. I mean, if you haven't watched it, we've ruined everything for you. So I don't know why yeah. you even listen to this. Some <laughs> people don't mind it. Some people don't mind it. That's and weird. if you don't, uh, then just start, sort of be prepared for that, I guess. It's like, yeah. meh, you know. Um, but it's still, to me, one of my favorite things that I've watched this year. I just, yeah. I wish that that had 
not split like that. And yeah. they had really run with the whole like hitman developing this love for acting all of a sudden yeah, kind of thing. It was such a good premise, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's and I, I that's why that's what I mean when I say I wanted to live in that world a little bit more. And 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 but it 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 was so much more about him being a hitman than him being a hitman wanting to be an actor. Yeah, but yeah, that may acting, have been the point. I get yeah, that I'm may sure. have been the point. But I guess you know, it, I was sold on that premise. Yeah. I had no idea what was happening going into the show. I didn't even want no. to read anything. I mean, I knew he was a hitman. I knew there was that, but I had no idea. I had no idea about the acting thing. Yeah. I ended up bringing a lot of baggage, which is why I don't like watching trailers a lot of times because I end up bringing baggage into something and then I don't watch anything, so I didn't know. I was I was pleasantly surprised when they brought the acting aspect into it. I was like, oh, this is what a goof. <laughs> like, yeah. He's gonna, you know, he's actually developed a love for this, but um, because no, the, that, this... that doesn't last long, you know. Yeah. It it's doesn't. like half the show that yeah. he cares about acting. I yeah. think he always did. It's just he couldn't. He was, he was so much more. <clears throat> excuse me. He was so much more a hitman than he would ever be anything else in his life, and that was kind of the well, point. That was, the was comedy, that he couldn't right? escape that, that. He wasn't a good actor, and that he was trying. And and then there was m- moments where he was able to kind of. He was only a good actor when he wasn't acting. When he yeah. was just like really losing his shit in the in in the moment. Yeah, and I. So I. Th- yeah, I don't know. They call that method in the yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that. I mean, it was it was still really good. We still recommend it. I still really enjoyed it. But it's just like with anything else, it's you know, kind of hit or miss with things. And um, I'm kind of glad that they just let it go, you know? Yeah. They could have dragged that out another season. I think it would have been pretty bad at that point. Um, but yeah, enjoyed it. Um, so we have a, a guest, hopefully. Mm-hmm. for next week um so you know kind of fingers crossed there that that happens um and uh yeah we've got fest and we've got things going on and so we'll keep you guys abreast we're also um, going to be doing the 48 hour 48 hour film project like we said one fun fact about 48 hour if you're thinking and you're like not sure what's going on we were sort of warned about the 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 nonstop chaos that takes place between the drawing of everything and then the delivery of everything. You used to have to go to the city, I guess, I don't know, maybe like a thumb drive or I don't know, like whatever, and and actually present your film. And now you are able to do that virtually, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. <laughs> because after the chaos of making a film in 48 hours, if you're in the city, that's one thing. But for us to then have to race down, drive over an hour to deliver something and then come back home, is killer. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that we're able to just like download that to them and be like, here you go. And I Upload guess. Download it to them? Download it. <laughs> well, they'll be downloading they'll our download work. Our <laughs> so I wasn't technically wrong there. Mm. Downloading does take place at some point. It's just not on our part. Um, uploading that and then having them download it. And then I guess. I'm assuming they've worked something out where if like your upload is not working properly, that yeah. there's some kind they, of timestamp yeah. that they could be like, yep. no, you did make it in time. That's it's just whatever. Yeah. No, that's exact. I remember reading that, that if you, as soon as you start the upload, you were given like a, it's, I don't know. Credit. I guess, yeah. It's, I, it's whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. So we, we've, I don't know. We, th- there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of fear going in because we've, we had people be like, oh my God, you are in for the fucking ride of your life. And we're like, really? <laughs> I mean, it's not like we didn't, it's, well, it's like you're making it's, a film in 48 hours yeah. and that's very stressful, but we've been making films on a skeleton crew for 15 years. Yeah. So 
I, and not right that I don't think, yeah, it's it's going to be stressful, but I I don't think that it's going to be as scary for us because we're like, yeah, we fucking do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, so um, it's just a matter of like, what, you know, since we don't know anything, that's stressing me out more than anything. Like if they at least told us the genre, I'd be like, all right. But that's part of the challenge, right, it's is we have to come up yeah. with everything at the last minute. So I don't know. I am praying that we don't get a Western. I don't see how they could expect how you to you do, do a Western, Western, you know. If you have money, yeah. But like without a budget, how the hell are you yeah. doing a Western? But th- there's so many categories because there's categories with there's like subcategories of categories. Two. I think you get two and you have to pick one. Do you? I think I, I thought, you thought I read that somewhere. Oh, but. I don't know. Anyway, they do the drawing on a Friday night. You have between Friday night and Sunday night to make that film, to 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 create that film, write a script shoot or it, shoot it, edit. Everything has to be done in those two days, hence the 48-hour film project. So I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I, I guess worst case scenario is we don't make it, you know, and it's like, oh, shit, this was harder than we thought and we didn't get to finish. Um, but we're going to do our best. Yeah. And that's at the end of September. So that will be, we'll definitely have to bank an episode uh, we'll for sure be late a day on that. We'll be dropping on Monday because uh, <laughs> there's no way anything is happening that weekend. Yeah. Um, and so that's it. Shout out. Shout out to MoGraph. To MoGraph. And thank you for listening. And join us next week where we hopefully have a guest on. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.